Welcome back to the Ellen Show. Oh my god, stuff! I love the Ellen Show. Except she's cancelled now. We hate her now. I yeah. know. Back in the day, she was good. Back in the day, you and me, baby. Oh my god, we used to have fun. <laughs> Who else knows that meme? Oh my god, video meme. Let's bring up that voice memo one day. Anywho, yeah, <laughs> anywho, Emily, how are you going? First of all, welcome back. Yes. Season two, yes. episode one. It's yes. been a hot minute. Has been. Many hot minutes, actually. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Exactly. Yes, same to you. Happy Hanukkah, if you are Hanukkah. If you are Hanukkah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's been happening? I've been living with you. I know. <laughs> oh my God, how's it going? It's been good. I have much enjoyed my life with you. Aww. Because my parents left, so you were my yeah. replacement mom. Yes. Well, I feel like... Yeah, I was always like a stepmom or were. something. Yeah, and now, <laughs> and now here we are. Yeah. Yes, it's happened so fast. Um, but it's been pretty fun. We've had a couple, almost probably two months off once we re- released this. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Ish. It's Ish. been a lot. Jules has left the corporate world. I have, as of next week. I am still there. Good on you for sticking it out. Yeah, I like my job though. <laughs> um, but what else has been happening? I don't even know. We haven't got corona. No. We have dodged it so much. I have been in oh. contact with three people who got corona the day I saw them. Yeah. And like b- they got it before. So that just shows that like it does take a bit for it to get into your system and be totally. contagious. Yeah, a little bit of an incubation period. Two of those people were at our New Year's party. Yeah. And then no one from the New Year's party got it. No. And then, yeah, I saw like three people that week that were all in contact with more COVID cases. And I don't know what's wrong with us. We just like can't get it. We are immune. We are immune. My boyfriend. Oh, boyfriend. Is that what you just said? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he has COVID. Yeah. I don't. Right? And why? Tell us why. So, this is a funny story, sir, if you're listening. (laughs) Called out. Called out. So, we went to an arcade bar in the city. Mm -hmm. We had some dinner, had some drinks, and then we were playing the arcade games. And so, the rules in Melbourne at the moment are um, masks indoors when you're not eating. Yeah. So, I was like, I'll put my mask on. Which is so funny because I don't, I like hate wearing the mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though I will wear it, but. If they I can avoid it, I will. Yeah, absolutely. So I would have done what your boy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like also like drinking and mm-hmm. like walking around. So mm-hmm. it was like technically okay, I guess. I yeah. don't really know the rules. Anyways, but um, I had my mask on and he was like, um, you don't need to wear your mask here. And it wasn't that busy, but there was just like yeah. enough people that I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to wear my mask. Anyway, and we'd been together that whole weekend. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, everywhere that he had been, I was. Ooh. Mm. Um, anywho's and so then Tuesday rolled around I hadn't seen him since and he's feeling really ill and I'm like what's wrong with you <laughs> and you hadn't seen him this is all over like video call yeah yeah I hadn't seen him mm-hmm. for like a few days um, anyway it turns out he got COVID that night because there's nowhere else he could have got it that it would have yeah. made sense for me not to also get it probably um, and also he would have been infectious otherwise so uh, I didn't get it because I wore a mask he's got it and he called me he's like oh I just tested positive on a rapid and I was like can you believe that the vitamin c tablets we've been chewing on didn't solve this can you believe that he was like they were helping your other cold miss emily what is that other cold you got oh my gosh so my bed broke yes 
um like the under bars like the under supporting beams broke mm-hmm. so i was like oh, okay i'll just like put something under it and so we had a bunch of these old janky roof tiles outside of our house janky 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 um but i really needed a nap one day and my bed was broken so i was like it's fine i'll just put the tiles under the bed i'll put a towel over it so Did it's you fine fly through the window so i had to like like reach over the windowsill pick up the tiles put them under the bed okay yeah and so then i was like but i was too tired to really think about it like i just really yeah. needed a snooze and so then i next day i woke up feeling really sick and mm. i was like do i have covid i did a rapid yeah and i was fine everything was fine and then my boyfriend came over had a nap woke up felt the same like felt super shit and we were like what the fuck's going on Anyway, realized, long story short, it was the moldy tiles. Moldy tiles. That are, like, filthy spiderwebs on them. Ew. Yeah, so when I had to take them I out. I can't believe you even, like, saw that they were janky and was like, I'm still going to put them in my I think I was bed. in a state of delirium, honestly. So I had to take them out of my room again. And there was, like, literally spiders, like, crawled onto my arms. Like, it was <gasps> awful. Oh, my God. Like, but they were, like, trapped under the towel and in yeah. between other tiles. But there was it was gross. Anyway, so I got sick from that. Yeah. Negative rapids, negative PCR. No, I'm panicked. It was you were sick for like a month, and then yeah. everyone was like, "You're the COVID spreader." And I was like, "That's funny. Never had it. Yeah. Never once had you it. Did, you did rapids like every few days. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I like definitely never had it in mm-hmm. that time period. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. So anyway, and I was like, "Fuck! If I get COVID now, I'm gonna be pissed off because I've just been sick for like a month. Literally. And now I'm gonna have to get COVID. But yeah, you lost your voice at one point. Yeah, it was really bad. But um. COVID, everyone seems to get over it really quick. Yeah. So it's like good. one or two days. And yeah. Then. Omicron, mm, she's a champ. Yeah. Honestly. In and out. In and out. Omicron, you're the best. You're the best. Oh, <laughs> love her. Juliet, Shay, what's been happening with you? I'm married off. You are signed and sealed. Yeah. And no, I'm just experiencing the dating life. Oh my God, how's it going? You know, it's really a humbling experience. There's Tell just me. like really good people out there <laughs> and they're just so nice to you. Everyone's so kind Everyone's and respectful. So kind and respectful. Mm, we no. love it. Yeah, we do. It's, I don't know, it kind of has changed since from the start of my dating experience to like now. Like mm-hmm. progressively, it just keeps getting more different and different. Yeah. I am starting to notice a trend. Oh, tell me. So I'll be seeing a few boys and then they'll either be just like film bros. And then now it's like jumped into musician bros. Yeah. 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 And I just don't understand like yeah. what vibe my profile is putting out that I'm attracting a gender of people. Yeah. Also, skater bros. There's there's always like a little skater bro in there Yeah, so that's fucking hilarious Yeah, wow I've experienced some dating tips that maybe I might want to like Spread the word Yeah, please do Some of the dating tips you've told me are bloody gold Whoa, amazing I don't know if this is a thing or anything But like if they ask for my Instagram I give it to them And then I change it on private so that they think I'm super humble (laughs) You're like, what? Is that so they have to, and they also have to request to follow you that yeah. time. So you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I'll give you a follow. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> funny. And then when they like show their friends your profile, you're like suddenly on public now. And he's like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> I know. Search her up. Oh, you can't. She's private. Oh no, she's followed now. No one panic. You are the funniest person dating though. Like the other really? day we were at um, Chemist Warehouse. Yeah. You're very hospitable. 
I really? feel like like you just want to help out these skater bros and oh. music bros and we were like walking down the aisle I also want to preface it's not many people I don't want to oh, no. like <laughs> she's not like 30 skater bros 30 no, like music bros it's like one at a time yeah yeah but mm-hmm. there is definitely a pattern there like you're pattern. not going for like a lawyer bro no or like a <laughs> footy bro definitely not no it's definitely like in that yeah. realm I think mm-hmm. creative I can see myself one day experimenting every type of occupation but yeah it goes in turn <laughs> oh my gosh it's like you know how people get like this those um world maps and then color yeah. out what country they've oh been my to God. you need to do that like forbes 100 professions <laughs> and like take them off like skater bro done lawyer bro done emily's actually ha- like there was this one person i did sleep with and then you ended up being friends with him and they were asking you where I was from. And so they just like crossed out Australia. You were like, no, 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 she's actually from Egypt. He was like, oh, fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, sir, I just want you to get the right statistics. Yeah. I'm a fan of data. I want you to have accurate information. He was like, fuck, thanks. Like, yeah. I love that. He's like, put you down in Aussie. And I was like, don't disrespect her. <laughs> Give her the credit she deserves. Oh, my God. But no, like the funniest thing when we were at Kama's Warehouse, mm. we're like strolling through the aisles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jules is like, I should get some toothbrushes. Oh yeah, toothbrush, toothbrushes, toothbrush <laughs> <Teeth brush> material <laughs> <laughs> for um my conquests. Yeah, and I said, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's respectful. Mm-hmm. She like picks up the five pack. She's like, is this enough? And I was like, let's go with the three pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, relax. <laughs> No, I wish I had the fucking five pack. I don't know. No, it was just so funny because it was at the point where you were like on a bit of a rampage. Yeah. And I was like, let's see. Five. Five's a lot. I must be too like give the people what they want. Yeah. Hilarious. I don't want them to wake up with morning breath. No, no. Especially about myself. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Respect. Thanks. Aww. So. I also judged them on what color they pick. Oh. If they pick blue, I'm like, eh. Uh, toxic masculinity yeah. get the fuck out of my house <laughs> and red done. flag red flag <laughs> we should do that on an instagram post actually like red flags and green flags yeah green flags if they pick the pink toothbrush yeah yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> red flags i know my favorites have picked the pink toothbrush oh really yeah. <gasps> wait who's the favorite no tell me no, later yeah. tell me later they don't listen anyway yeah. these boys scared of no time for podcasts <laughs> Um, so what are we doing today's potty, Juliet? Oh my god, so today we actually have our third roommate. We love her, Louisey Lou. Louisey Lou. Such a cutie. And she'll be coming on to talk about how amazing of roommates we are. Yeah, how many teeth brush... Why am I saying that? <laughs> Toothbrushes. <laughs> uh, left astray. <laughs> Toothbrush. <laughs> Toothbrush. Yeah, so she's just going to be gassing us up the whole time. Pretty be much. Aware. Yeah. Oh, be well, aware. yeah, she does love us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's kind of fun. Also, she... Well, we don't give too many spoilers, but we have some similarities with her, so we're going to chat oh, about, yeah, you know, us, Louise Lou, and how she, we yes. know her. Yeah. Okay, let's bring her on. Louise! Welcome, welcome, Miss Lulu. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the pod. Very, very humbled to be here. Ah! It's a wish come true, Ah! (laughs) as one might say. Okay, so explain to the crowd how we know you. I guess we met through Jack. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you guys were working at Slums. 
Your and boy I was friend. slaving away. Boyfriend. <laughs> They've Yuck. been dating for five years, guys. Fun fact. Yeah, in like two months, it'll be five years. That's wild. Are we doing anniversary dinner? We? Collective? <laughs> yeah. Anniversary dinner? <laughs> it'll be us three and Jack and Tag along. Yes. Oh, that's the dream. <laughs> oh my God. Can I choose a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Do you know we do a um like a tradition every year? Yeah. What is it? It's like we dress up in really fancy clothes <gasps> and then pick somewhere really cheap. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Where was last year? Last year I was in Singapore. Oh, so we shit. just did like, he sent me like champagne Aww. and then we did like Netflix party. Yeah, love that. But what first, about first year? First year we got dolled up and went to like Guzmani Gomez. <gasps> no <God>. way. <laughs> Fuck that stone. It was good. Yeah. Felt good, yeah does feel good i love that i, I love gusman and gomez and i love dressing fancy that's like exactly two for two two for two it's like god is real yeah 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 how's it oh. been yeah five years man yeah I, I don't know how i got there that's like how no um a few days ago i went out with louise's boyfriend and i made him dress up and put like all this makeup on him and then we just went to a bra a bar and they were like you guys must be like pretty fucking drunk like no we're not. We just wanted to be dressed up in drag and go out and have fun. <laughs> so he really does like to just put himself out there in a silly dilly way. You know what? A lot of people like when they free first. How has this become like the Jack show? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He won't even listen. He hates us. He's going to like pretend that he listens. He's like, I love that. Like, <laughs> we're like, what did we talk about? He'll be like, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. It was tool. him. Um, um, yeah, so how I ended up with Louise is I know one of my friends was moving out with one of her roommates and I really wanted to move out. So I texted her and I said, hi, I know like your housemates are disbanding. Any chance you want to move in with me? And you were like, actually, that sounds pretty <laughs> cool. And we had only hung out like twice. Yeah, I had like just gone for a walk with Emily. Yeah. Um, and chill. that's how I knew because Emily was like, yeah, like Louise is moving out. I was like, okay, okay, I'm just doing some spy work here. And then when you were like, yeah, that sounds dope, I told Emily and I was like, oh, like Mo- Louise and I are going to move out. She was like, fuck, I want to move out with you too. She like broke her lease, came and moved out with us, still paying rent at her other place. Does anyone need a two bedroom, two bathroom <laughs> apartment with a car park in a really good spot? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a really nice apartment. Please take it. Yes, yeah, hands. Honestly, please. When does your lease end? July. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're recording this in January. <laughs> Someone, please help me. <laughs> what was your agent's name? Should we name? We it? hate the agent. <laughs> we hate the agent. She's doing jack shit. I honestly don't think real estate agents are like a real job. Like I fully think they're like drug lords. Like I, a little piece of me really thinks it's a scam. It's like money laundering. I don't think they really are real estate agents because they do nothing. I once had a light switch broken for six weeks. Whoa! Like what? A, like what an important one. I like no. Yeah, it was my bathroom and it wouldn't turn off because so I was paying the electricity and I was like, <gasps> "Can you please organize this?" She was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then she was like, "The guys after like four weeks of like hassling her, she's like, the guy's gonna be there at like six a.m. tomorrow.'" I was like, fuck, okay. So I got up. I never showed up. I texted her. I was like, what happened? She's like, oh, he was in a car crash. I was like, was he in a car crash or did you not organize it? Oh, my God. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Anyway, if you want to be a real estate agent, go into sales. Yeah. Let's not mess around with being a leasing agent because I think you're a drug launderer. (laughs) Now Emily's going to die mysteriously. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to get the famous last words. (laughs) And Um, this has been Should We Date. Yeah. Like on the side here. 
like here yeah yeah perfect I feel like a rapper you know i know i feel little like way little Lou. Little little my my street name in singapore was wheezy you had a street name <laughs> how high like how what's your height five one <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's wheezy. enough. That's enough information. Wait, <laughs> wheezy. We have this little Filipino girl. My yeah, street name's Wheezy. wheezy. <laughs> Wait, so Lil Wheezy. Mm-hmm. Um, we hadn't dropped the whole Singapore card yet. So tell us. Yeah, Truzels. Oh, I guess that's like one of the reasons that like Jack really it. wanted to introduce yeah. me to Aww. you because you had been in Singapore yeah. and like you guys were really good friends. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you're gonna love these too. That's so wild. Yeah, Jack talked us up a lot to you, which was really funny. Yeah. Because we talked him up. I talked him up so much to my ex. I was like, I want you to be best friends with Jack so I can hang out as a couple, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, no, that didn't go my way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it went your way-ish. I know I got to move in with you. (laughs) Yeah, it worked out. (laughs) Yes, um, Wheezy, tell us. Singapore. Yeah. What like what's my deal? Yeah. yeah what's your deal, girl? I'm what's like, your deal? I'm five one wheezy. <laughs> Tell me. I'm five one. Yeah, I was I'm Filipino, but I was born in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> wheezy out. <laughs> I dropped the mic. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's weird because we went to different schools, but very popular Western school. So yeah. I went to the Australian one, and you went to the English one. Yeah. And I did acting school for like nine years right next to your school. And I also did uh, netball for three years at your school. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like our paths have crossed. We so but we just would have wouldn't crossed. know. Yeah. I bet somewhere down the line. Like I went I to your into canteen. You well. I probably yeah. bumped into you one day on Club Penguin or something. <laughs> I don't know. Our paths definitely the crossed. Works like that. <laughs> so when did you move back to Australia? Well, not back to. When did you move to? I moved in 2017 when I came here for me for uni. And you know what? I was like, I was like, oh man, Australia's not my home because like I knew my parents wanted to live there, but I was like not connected to it at all. We had family here. Mm. I was like, mm, it's just not, not a Vegemite fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very different now. <laughs> yeah. I fucking. But love you Vegemite. actually got into NYC, didn't you? NYU. NYU. Yeah. yeah I see? did. See. <laughs> you see. You see, dude. You see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I was not gonna come to Univille, yeah, but then it was like hella expensive, yeah, which wasn't worth it. I don't know if I hadn't like, I wouldn't have gone to Queens and wouldn't, wouldn't have met Jack, and then wouldn't have met literally you guys. exactly. And you wouldn't be on this fucking podcast. Yeah, everything truly happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking what you and my you email. and so you went to college here and so did miss emily yes i Mm. went to catholic college newman our neighbors we were neighbors we were neighbors but um everyone hated us why because they thought we were um really religious because the school is religious it is it is a religious college yeah it is a religious college so there's two big religious colleges Mm -hmm. um the other one St. Mary's. Oh. Um, but yeah, mine was also religious. But I think there was a really big perception that we were like religious, religious. Like yeah. every one of us prayed every day, which is not. Actually, I feel like we, like obviously you'd assume that not everyone there would be religious, but we found it like crazy. We, I mean, like queens, yeah. found it crazy how religious your 
college like culture was yeah like did you ever have to go to mass we no see we thought you did yeah see there was a perception insanity (laughs) there was at the start of each semester there was a commencement dinner and before the commencement dinner there was a commencement mass but if you didn't if you weren't religious like it wasn't a compulsory thing a lot of people did go a lot of the senior students and stuff like obviously is a religious college and there's mass there is mass there's an option no but we had that too religious way in the chapel yeah yeah it was the same for us okay yeah so that was a bit judgmental (laughs) but we thought you had it every sunday and like everyone no. had to go no i went to mass like three times my whole time there and it was for the commencement mass when i didn't realize it was not compulsory uh, oh my god but they did run a mass because so newman's um for basically how colleges work you have like a junior cohort which is like all the undergrads and then you have a senior which is like master's students like doctorate students everything like that and so a lot of the doctorate students i think were more Oh, sorry, the senior students were more um, inclined to go to, like, the masses and stuff. And then there was also, because it is a Catholic college, there were um, live-in priests and stuff who just, mm. like, um, they would just, like, be around the college. But there was, like, three, 400 people there. So, like, you never really noticed them. Um, and so there was, like, a mass run every day. And a lot of, like, the older people who were part of the community went to that. But I, like, never went to it. And there was no shame for that. Mm. So, anyway, it was funny how, like, the perception on the college crescent was that we were super super religious and we would go out on nights out and people would be like oh yeah you guys were pretty fucked up on nights yeah you guys are crazy oh my god relax (laughs) i was not i was working normally also like hoodlums yeah (laughs) just hooligans so queens the college kids are just hooligans yeah exactly we worked we all worked at the bar that was the uni sloppy bar Mm -hmm. for all the colleges Mm -hmm. and so you've actually just started working there but we were working there like two years ago and that's how we met that's how we met jack and that's how I like I, we met all of our other friends, mm-hmm. and that's where we get all the most disgusting stories. And now Louise is living through that too. Welcome <laughs> to the party, sunshine! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't wait. <laughs> um, tell them about tell them about um Newman's like three limbs on the ground. Oh my god, that rumor. was that was one thing. Everybody thought we had a three limbs on the ground rule, meaning that like you can't have a guy or a girl, whoever in your room, um and not have like two like three feet on the ground at yeah. all times because if you've got because if you've got two feet on the ground that means like funny business yeah <laughs> and so then much pe- less no feet yeah no feet or- well then you're in trouble <laughs> but who would who would check up on that exactly this is why <laughs> no one no one at newman knew this rule until other colleges told us that it existed oh, really? like everyone would <laughs> so louise is going around to other colleges like hey where you at and then they're like newman she's like three lips <laughs> literally like they would be like they would come up to like our first years and be like oh the whole three limbs on the floor rule and then everyone would be like what like that was never a thing mm. for us but it was a thing for everyone else it was really funny <laughs> did you ever hear anything about queens only a couple of the scandals, but not really, to be honest. Right. Yeah, but on, I think the perception with Queens... Too boring. I know. The Queens' perception was that you were just really wealthy. Like, because it was a lot more expensive than Newman. Like, Newman was one of the cheaper colleges. Because it was um, subsidised by the Catholic... Community. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no way. The priests. <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely, like, funded a little bit by that. Um, so it was just, like, cheaper. Mm-hmm. Still expensive, by the way. College is extortionate. Um, but, yeah, Queens was, like a bit more expensive so i think the perception was just like oh rich rich like people yeah interesting but i think learning like meeting people from college like meeting jack and meeting you the perception about college and who the people really are is two totally different yeah 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 crazy different yeah like i think 
you guys are so down to earth and humble and I like hope you would say the same about me <laughs> but like it's so funny that in the and when I was there I was like oh my god I hate everyone from Queens they're so rich all their dads are lawyers and, <laughs> and now I'm like oh my god everyone's so nice everyone I met from Queens is lovely mm, yeah, you know? yeah yeah uh, yeah Queens had a good culture but I did I do see where that like sentiment came from mm. because like a lot of the people who did end up going were on the higher end of the wealth spectrum yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think everyone who can afford to go to college though is inherently on the higher end yeah, of the wealth okay, spectrum yeah. because i think generally the colleges cost between 25 and 35 grand for the year ish mm-hmm. is like the um range and if you're a you know the average income is like 70 grand so you're mm. you have to be well on the you know high earning end to be able to otherwise you're paying like a third of your income for the year yeah yeah without even thinking about it you know so i think yeah i think inherently everyone who comes from colleges is like financially stable yeah 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 mm-hmm. um can i ask you guys a question from my pathetic little book <gasps> tell me yes it's about um colleges no i'm joking it's about how's your experience of being in a three-person share house been compared to like your previous experiences living because this is your first share house yeah this is Emily. my first share house you were in a two-person before but it was like yeah like it was two-person but for a lot of it i was on my own because of all the lockdowns mm. so yeah for the past two years you're by yourself pretty much for yeah for a lot of it just because of the lockdowns which is hard but um yeah for me it's good like i i was getting a little uh depresso because i was never around people like my mm-hmm. housemate just went back home for like work a lot which was completely understandable but then it meant that i was on my own a lot um which was hard because I was working from home as well and studying from home so I felt like I was sort of um waking up in the morning working eight hours not talking to anyone studying for a few hours not talking to anyone I'd get to like the end of the day and I hadn't even like spoken a word to people yeah which was hard it was like a lot um so I think for me just having people around is super nice also I was living in an apartment before and now I live in a house so um yeah, I think that's better because you have a bit mm-hmm. more space and everything. But yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I love living in a share house, especially for like my Sunday anxiety <laughs> from the hangover. <laughs> it is so nice to just like be around friends because it just makes you feel like you're not going insane. Mm. And then just the friend aspect of like, if I'm bored, I get to talk to my friends. Yeah. You know? Jules like manifests me to come and visit her sometimes. It's so weird. Yeah. Like I'll be like, like, I don't know. I'll just like, go for a stroll and then i'll like knock on a door be like hi and she's like i manifested you coming in here yeah. and now you're here i didn't even have to get out of bed and <laughs> it worked out yeah but no it's good i enjoy it what about you oh you're in a three person i was in a three oh, person always. before but yeah. i was i was curious to see whether it matched your like expectations or if it was different oh, yeah. to how you for thought sure. it would be no i always knew it was gonna be fun and good and i think we've got a really good house like it's just crazy with the location first of all mm. and also the size of the rooms and we have a fucking party backyard like we just bang on had so many good like luck with this house so i don't know I, it's crazy how it all worked out mm. yeah i want to die here <laughs> yeah you've mentioned that a, quite a few times haven't you <laughs> um speaking of door knocking do you want to tell the story about jules oh my god door? So I think the thing to preface is we all actually probably not Louise, but Jules and I enjoy being nakies. Um, I like getting the bot out. Yeah, I like getting the rig out much yeah. more. I think. Oh, I'm certainly more comfortable with it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I never wear underwear. Jules never wears bras. Like it's kind of a lot. Um, so sometimes when Jack comes over, Jules will like come on to her and she's like, "Is Jack 
I need to make sure that he doesn't walk in on me. Um, but anyways, so yeah, pretty liberal about that stuff, I would say. But one day I was like at my bedroom door. So sort of as you walk into the house, it goes Lou's room, Jules's room, living room, my room. So I was standing at my bedroom door, like literally just about to walk into my room. And I looked down the hallway. Jules is like butt ass naked in the hallway and i'm just like what is she about to do i can't even remember why i was naked no i don't remember either but she had something in her hand and i was just like it, oh, i was going around seeing whose underwear it was but that's got not underwear. got anything to do with you no, 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 being no. naked that was yeah nothing to do with her being naked she was naked but she had undies in her hand from the washing she was trying to like find the owner and so she i think you just come into my room actually had you yeah i don't know maybe if these were your undies they weren't spoiler anywho so i'm like at the door to my room i look down jules is like naked ass like like going down the hall and i'm just admiring her beauty obviously and anyway she like knocks on louise's door and she goes Lou are you naked and Louise is like no no I'm good come in Jules literally like vagina out walks in and is like hey are these yours <laughs> I thought it was so all happened to you <laughs> I know like from my point of view I'm just like minding my business like I was painting in my room yeah, you're doing a nice painting for your Jules parents. is like calling through the house she's like Louise I'm like oh she's coming knocks on my door really sweetly and you were kind enough to check if I was naked yeah. and he's like no no all good and you come in and you're like like fully like birthday suit like cheeks out like I was in shock I feel like I fucking dropped my brush I didn't but I was like I was like what's happening and you're waving around underwear you're like is this yours I was like no is it not yours Okay, because it was like a few weeks we had all moved in and like I like already was comfortable with being naked around everyone and I didn't know if you were comfortable being around naked so I didn't ever want to make you uncomfortable if I was ever was seeing re- you naked. It was really nice of you. <laughs> it was just so ironic, the yeah. irony of like, are you naked? I just did it, guys. It was like, what? It was like 10 p.m. I was so tired. No, it wasn't because the I had my window up. Do you remember? And I was like, Jules, you- I feel like Dark. No, it was. I was like, because Emily is like trailing behind you, giggling. <laughs> she was going to sleep. She knew it was happening. No, no, but the window from window was. Oh, open. You could see fully see it. And I was like, I was like, after I'd processed <laughs> what was happening, I was like, bro, you need to get out of the way. And you like hid behind Emily, and you're like, oh my god, Emily, hide me. <laughs> but it like was doing like nothing. <laughs> you might as well have been doing that. <laughs> Just wanted to hug Emily naked. Memories. <laughs> no, that was fun. The funny thing I've learned about you, the funniest thing you've said to me actually, is you were like, Jack is indifferent to rice, but I actively love rice. <laughs> Louise eats rice every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I can help it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love rice. Like, I almost have no have words for it. Book. I'm like, yeah, I did. I picked up a rice book on the street because I was, it was like full of recipes. I was like, I'm, I'll need this. <laughs> Yeah, all kinds of rice. I love it. I'm, like, getting teary-eyed thinking about it, I think. Talk to us about your favorite rice. My favorite rice is a classic Filipino garlic rice, which is, like, a little bit of oil, a little bit of garlic. Not too much. Mm -hmm. Like, not too fried. Throw it in the rice, a little bit of salt. It's, like, really very simple, but Mm -hmm. packs a punch. We'll use it for, like, breakfast. For, like, savory breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. God, but, like, what sort of rice, what, like, rice style? It's, like, white rice. Is that a basmati? No, because basmati is like on the drier side. That's why well. it's good for curry, because it is like good at absorbing oh. curry. Oh, smart. Yeah, but like fun fact. Yeah, that's buzz. That's why 
basmati is like really common in Indian food. Yeah. But you eat like normal long grain white bread white rice white rice it's just you cook it like moist not too moist mm-hmm. but like like fluffy <laughs> you're okay you need a I minute go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay what is your so wait what do you do for your career we haven't even touched on your whole yeah life we, all we've talked about is jack and we hate him <laughs> and rice <laughs> jack and rice that's, that's all there is about my life and that is it <laughs> basically sums me up um my career i'm uh it's in the art industry it's really hard to define early on when you're yeah. still like you know testing the waters mm-hmm. if you don't like i feel that the people who do know what they want to do are very lucky and very rare and like when when you're yeah. in your 20s like do you feel like you're still figuring out what your style is like my painting style yeah yeah i think but i'm not really focusing on your niches oh i think my niece is my niche is asian my niece is asian as well (laughs) (laughs) i think my niche will be like female asian oh my god i'm crying (laughs) my niche and my niece you have a niece yeah i have multiple some of them are um half white though (laughs) but i guess they're all why did you say it like that (laughs) I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, you know. <laughs> oh man. Okay, back to us. <laughs> um. Yes, your niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right now I'm like really interested in female Asian artists because I feel like there's so much culture behind that. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's like this big movement in Australia about, um, like knowing women Australian artists, um, and like museums purchasing their art or hiring like um executives who are female but i it's not i haven't found it super intersectional like they don't really acknowledge the movement doesn't really acknowledge that it's been more difficult for indigenous and women of color artists than Mm -hmm. it has been for like usual i mean just like when they say usually like women artists they mean white women artists which is a shame so but like i found out that recently that that's what I'm interested in mm-hmm. because I don't see myself in like Australian art no especially Australian female art which sucks like representation is important so I think that will be my niche but it's so hard to say like when you're this young yeah do you want your career to be like as an artist though or like more of like a curator or they're the only two art words I know so you're gonna have to um I think I won't have to pick yeah. Like, I love painting, but for now, I'm really happy to focus on, like, curating and managing and directing mm-hmm. um, and seeing where that goes. And I can paint on the side, but, like, I'm not in a rush. Yeah. You put all the time solidify. in the world. Yeah. I mean, like, I've talked to my brother a lot about, like, figuring out your career in your 20s. And I think you just, I think you can't know just by thinking it out. I think you have to try it. Yeah. And then if you don't like it then that's <clears throat> one question answered and mm. then that like narrows your field a little bit and that's yeah, like sure. the mentality i've taken i think myself like i experience so much pressure to f- know what i need to be doing for my career right now mm. and i'm 23 all my friends are 23 and mostly everyone knows what they want to do when they're not 
part of the creative world. Mm. So all the people that are like in the business world or in the science world already have a very strong idea what they want to do because there's already easy courses like life paths directed to roles that when you're like in the business world or the science world that you're passionate about. Like example, if you're in the science world and you like working with medicine, so then you go in that that life path or like if you're bus- yeah. if you're if you're good at business and sales then you work in sales at a big corporate company i do think it's different though like if coming from like a science background myself i think science was something that school and like education systems are in favor of and mm-hmm. i don't know if school and education systems are in as in favor or at least when i was at school this may be just like my experience of um like encouraging creative people to pursue creative yeah. careers mm-hmm. so i wonder if like the lag and the like um like the differences in people understanding their careers like as a scientist you know what's around like you know what's available because it's like really publicized in school and pushed in school and like educated through school but like as an artist like I know that like there was not many art courses at my school there was like a visual art course and that was kind of it so I wonder if there is a difference in that because science there was like biochem physics maths psychology there was like all these courses art there was like one course so it's like a lot less broad in yeah. my, in my mm. experience for, for the art industry well for my degree my do, my school didn't even advertise any media degrees or art degrees um or like film degrees and the only ones that i kind of knew of were like the most popular ones that were really hard to get in mm-hmm. like you needed an audition to get in so i just like randomly had the two really hard ones like as my top preference and then the rest were like business and sales and marketing courses and one of my friend's mom actually told me about she like read somewhere about the course that I did and she's like why don't you try go for this one and I put that one in and I got in but like I didn't even know that that was a even, thing. yeah a thing and so yeah I 100% agree with you like yeah. they just don't advertise anything creative that much also I yeah. feel like when you get into like the workforce the pathway is a little more clear for like stem Mm -hmm. or anything outside of the arts like Mm. i when i first you like graduated there's like no way of knowing what the next steps are Mm -hmm. unless you're lucky enough to have a mentor or someone to talk to about what you could do to maybe start figuring out what you want to do but like like my friends are studying med you know and they know what the next eight, yeah. 10 years of their life are gonna look like yeah um and i think also like psychologically that's more comforting because you mm-hmm. know what the next step is but when you're like feeling around blindly in the dark i mean do you do you find that like once you got into once you graduated you could kind of see what you had to do next yeah especially because like for example i mean i don't know not too much about the course that you did but for my course there was like 50 majors and once you choose your specialization it was quite clear like the different options that mm-hmm. you had and so um obviously like med and that was an option but sort of once i picked biotech it was very clear like, this is a good place to start and then you can like these are the fields these are the options but um yeah I I mean I don't know like how did you find that your course prepared you for the workforce because I feel like my course probably didn't very much oh neither (laughs) it's like not it was not practical at all that's and actually a lot of my uni friends talk out about how horrible my course ended up being like just a waste of time really because there was just like no clear path into what we should do after and everything we did in our course was just a little bit of every type of film aspect there was so we had one class that was about writing scripts and then we had another class that was about 
filming and then one class about editing and then like it wasn't just like all like you couldn't just have one year of pursuing one type of skill it was like every single class was a different type of class we had one class that was a journalism class one class that was a law class Mm. like it was just a waste of time because if by the end of it you weren't a professional in any of these skills because we only dabbled it in a like a a small amount of time yeah like a jack of all trades master of none yeah of course yeah i agree like i feel like my course was very um like theoretical like it was Mm -hmm. very like because i did a biochem major which was very just like memorize these like mechanisms and these like pathways and then you'll be good and so there was a like very sorry very limited practical understanding and then i find the same with my masters and i'm working in the course that my master's Sorry, I'm working in the field that my master's is in. And the master's, I feel like, is completely useless. Like, I could not do the master's and still progress in my career. But I'm also, like, halfway through. So, oh, sorry. I'm already, like, halfway through. So I'm like, I don't keep going, I suppose. But, <laughs> yeah. like, and especially because I want to work overseas, it does look good to have a master's. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating that, you, you know, courses in Australia and studying in Australia is so expensive. But, um, like, there's it's very unsupportive towards a career. Like, my career right now, nothing I've taken from uni very or very limited amount of things I've taken from uni have actually been applied in my work which is crazy yeah like I've been at uni for four years and I probably have learned five things that I might be able to use wow that's wild yeah so it's pretty like it's pretty crazy thinking about yeah how uni prepares you for your career I don't know how we got to this but anyway I agree (laughs) yeah I think the only reason I stayed in my corporate job for how long I did which wasn't that long luckily um was because of I was scared of losing that security of knowing what to do next oh yeah so that's what I've like had by quitting that's what I've had to do just like jump off this bridge not knowing where I'm gonna land yeah and I think you gave me the best advice on like being able to make that step because it's just too depressing to be doing something that you're not fully happy about <laughs> yeah the way that my brother and I described it as like when you graduate is like when you go through school you hop from island to island like you mm-hmm. can sail from island to island and you can always see the next one in the distance and then when you graduate you're like pushed out into this like big open ocean and you just have to like sail and hope that you'll reach somewhere yeah but that's that's so true yeah i mean yeah it's it's really difficult like but i i didn't hear a lot about being in your 20s and like how to experiment with like what you want to do i think there like i hear a lot about the pressure Mm. to commit to something i think society also pushes a secure pathway for financial reasons like i don't think that people necessarily like the creative industries are discouraged because the like financial income is so up and down and it's Mm. not you don't have a secure yeah status that's in like from what i've seen yeah 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 it's a shame yeah it's a shame (laughs) that there can't be financial like that's the they're mutually exclusive there's like either i mean that's not true for all no. art jobs obviously but f- uh, certainly at the beginning when like in the art industry a lot of like entry-level positions are either unpaid or for like three months or really like it's project to project based especially like yeah. my brother in film he lives like project to project mm-hmm. with nothing in between um and each project is like really time intensive so it's a shame that <laughs> yeah i think you're right it would discourage a lot of people because the instability is too scary instability mm-hmm hundred percent for sure what do you think our dynamic is as a three since we're back on the share house question okay and did it match what you expected our dynamic would be because obviously you didn't know me that well what's your read what's your read 
what do you think maybe like each person plays what part do you think yeah each person plays in the relationship what do you think actually this is a cool one to ask because you didn't really know us and you were coming into this just based off jacks (laughs) you guys know what i thought (laughs) what dream country country. oh my god tell them the story (laughs) okay okay i have i before i moved in with emily and jules i had this idea that um like people think that a dream come true like someone's dream come true could only be in a romantic sense but yeah before i moved out with you guys i was really like craving more female relationships like really quality time spent around like other women that i would admire and when i moved out with you guys i like had that i got that in you guys which means <laughs> that, like, you might be someone's wish come true not necessarily in a romantic sense but yeah you could be out there and give every that someone like fulfill exactly what they want and what are what they're hoping for and not even know it because that's oh. why you guys were for me <laughs> they make fun of me for this i, <laughs> I love it i, I love never it. make fun of you for it it's the most <laughs> beautiful thing i think anyone's ever said to me I um yeah well obviously like <clears throat> obviously you and i were so close when we moved out like it was like i feel like that was like very similar but i feel like louise you just like i feel like your sense of humor is like very similar to jack and so i feel like we were so used to having time around jack that, like it was just like just like a female version of jack yeah and but i feel like we all have like i feel like we're similar in some way it's like i'm definitely no, I am I I feel like normally I'm like the bossy one, but I don't know if I'm like that bossy actually in a shit house environment. Yeah, you're not that bossy. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting though. I think it's good. I think we have generally You have more of a leadership role for sure. Do you think? Like in the controlling aspect, you do like things done your way, but it's not like it's specifically a strict thing. It's just like um if we have it done this way it's like an easier way to live yeah i think you're not afraid to be like this can it be like this and then jules and i are just like sure yeah and because yeah we're very easygoing gals (laughs) yeah for sure i think that's the dynamic that works really well because as soon as one of us is like hey guys i reckon this we're all like no one no one ever fights it we're just like oh yeah 100 percent. yeah oh and that's another thing is that like the communication in this house is so good and healthy so good it's really fucking nice and functional (laughs) which like oh man i wish like all my relationships were like that you know it makes things so much easier damn i know we done well i think the because the base of it the basis of this is that we all want to have a like happy living environment and we all want to always be happy we don't have a negative side of us that wants to like you know make someone feel less or make someone feel jealous or make someone feel not included or like i want to be the power person you know like i want you guys to feel less of me like there's no we don't have any dynamic where there's any of that energy we're all just like people who we want to do things that make us happy thus makes everyone else happy yeah for sure i also feel like the dynamic is super nice how like jack comes over and then like we like we get to hang out well i don't really you hung out with me the other night like it's nice to hang out with jack and like when um the guin my my man like play (laughs) chess together it's like a really nice vibe overall i feel like yeah it's not this house i also feel like it I feel very celebrated by you guys. Like from the get go, I felt really celebrated oh, by you guys. So good. Yeah, which is I think such a like 
can be so small that people forget to do it i feel mm. like really often and you guys are always so generous with how much like love and celebration you offer to your Aww. friendships and i recognize recognize yes <laughs> words of wheezy affirmation out. baby <laughs> wheezy out wheezy out okay well that's pretty good on vibe. that note but, yeah uh, yeah we'll all go cry together and it'll be really nice <laughs> and by cry you mean get naked together get naked and do a naked dance <laughs> dreams do come true <laughs> my dream come true <laughs> all right guys i hope you enjoyed it season two episode one great start off lovely great start off thank you for joining us on our first episode oh back. my god thank you guys we love it we'll love it i'm sure we'll have you on for a cameo sooner or later yeah nice yeah. a bit mm-hmm. a bit okay. exactly all right love y'all see you later bye bye, bye.